we have a serial killer of the week segment. Jesus. I just because like, like I said, I have like all the research stuff, so I just come on here every week and give y'all the rundown on one of my favorite serial killers. All right, episode sixty-four of Below Five Hundred Serial Killer of the Week: The NFL's Concussion Protocol. Mike McDaniel's. Um, Bobby Wagner for just laying out a streaker. That was targeting. <laughs> that was textbook helmet under the chin, leading with the shoulder. Targeting. I came on here last week and blasted the Dolphins organization. I came on here and trashed them publicly on record. You can go listen to it. For how they handled the Tua situation. And these people had the audacity to trot that man out onto a football field four days later. And y'all saw what happened. Every Everybody that could possibly listen to this podcast right now saw those fingers on Thursday Night Football. Everybody associated with that decision to put Tua on the football field Thursday night should have charges pressed against them and be in jail right now. And it's it's one of those times that you don't even like to be right about. But I'd be lying if I said that it didn't feel good to have this platform where my stances on these types of things are on record. So I can definitely take the high ground and play holier than thou and stand on my soapbox because one week ago from today, I came on here and told all of you that the Dolphins were not taking care of Tua and that he had no business playing football. And call me a doctor because I was right. I mean, it was it was common sense. There's no way back spasms cause you to just stumble all over the field. Like, yes, maybe if he held his back, but the fucker was holding his head, couldn't walk. Now look, look, look what happened. He took one hit, and turned into radio. He took oh. one, took one hit, and started throwing up gang signs, hard, hard fencing. Call me. Call me sick and twisted, but as appalling as that was, that made for some some top tier internet that night. It did. Man, the internet like he... was going stupid. Man, it looks like he went from the east coast to the west coast real quick, bro. Like, I, I don't even. And so, the, also the craziest thing to me was that uh, that instant that event was less than a week ago that shit feels like it was three weeks ago no but and that's the problem with the internet today nobody's talking about it anymore like everyone has completely moved on Tua Tua could start sunday and no one would like blink so oh yeah he cleared he took a week off he cleared there's there's no fucking way i just i don't get it Whoever I, I think whoever was involved with that's fired now. I haven't seen anything publicly. I I assumed that if that was if that did happen, it would be blasted. But I the NFL has has to absolutely drop the hammer on the Dolphins 
soon. Like there's got there's gonna be an investigation. You know there's gonna be an investigation. I mean, fuck, Steven Ross is already suspended for the year. I don't uh, understand what else what else could be done. Uh, oh, the NFL is gonna step in. There's gonna be fines. I, oh, I mean, yes, fines, yeah. People are gonna like, lose their jobs. What what are you gonna do? Are you gonna force force them to resign? Like whether it's the owner to sell the so, team or the coach or whoever. I don't know about uh like owners or anything like that because especially like unless you're Jerry Jones, I don't really know as an owner how much hand you have in like the day-to-day decision making of an organization like that. But like Mike McDaniel, if I was Mike McDaniels, I would have my resume updated. Like because the NFL has been in the concussion hot seat for a decade now, ever since Will Smith put him on blast. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, like, they have to make an example out of the Dolphins here. Otherwise, the heat and the outrage is going to s- swing from the Dolphins to them, and they don't want to be in those crosshairs because they're in a kind of an advantageous position right now where they can kind of control the narrative and put all this on the Dolphins. Like, no, like, we have the rules in place. The Dolphins didn't follow them. This is the Dolphins' fault. The Dolphins are going to take the hit for this. Whereas if they don't, or even if they just, like, shuffle their feet with it, that public, like, opinion is going to swing hard against the NFL. So I'm expecting, like, a major crackdown against the Dolphins. Yeah, I mean – NFL player safety at this point is a joke. You have you have JJ Watt that went into AFib Wednesday. Had to and get they his, let him play. He had to get his heart shocked back into rhythm. He tweets that Sunday like it was nothing. Yep. Hey, Wednesday, I had AFib. Thursday, got my heart shocked into rhythm. Yeah, I died for a little bit, but hey, I'm still gonna shoot up and play today. What the two fuck days, is that? Two days after we saw uh Tua go full rigor mortis on the 50 yard line. <laughs> Uh, he tweets that, and the NFL is just like, "Well, I mean, shit, that was some old. That was Thursday. We can't do nothing about that now. Let him play. Strap that, strap them pads up, big boy." Okay, ridiculous. Because well, I was uh listening to the radio with my wife in the car, and I heard that, and she was like asking me, "I was like, what's that?" And I was like, "Oh, let me tell you." So I told her the whole <laughs> story, and I was like, "There's no way the NFL lets him play today. Like, like he shouldn't have even tweeted that." I was like, because now the NFL is going to step in and be like, whoa, 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 listen, we already had to carry one dead body off on a stretcher. We're not carrying yours off, too. Which he only tweeted that because somebody was, was about to it. leak it. And he found but out, so he, way, he jumped ahead of it. It got out. So, like, the fact that the NFL is just like, oh, well, yeah, that was 48 hours ago. What do, you expect, what do you expect us to do about it? Right. Like, you didn't, it wasn't, was it at the Cardinals facility? No, it was at your house. Oh, you're. You're chilling. You're fine. That's a personal issue. That's non-work related. Oh, it's I have my foot on this chair. Oh, I was like, what the fuck is going on back yeah, there? I got my foot resting on this chair. Um, but yeah, wild, wild weekend. Um, kind of a somber note for me to transition to this. A great weekend for me, however. Um, couple big fantasy wins. I went three and three in fantasy. I I had too many bets place to track all of them but i know i'm up money on betting through the week and osu cowboys hammered down on the 16 ranked baylor bears 
We are yeah. undefeated, top of the Big 12. Yeah, I saw you ranked seven right now in the AP polls. Seven, baby. We jumped cool. bum-ass Kentucky and Tennessee. Meanwhile, good old Oklahoma's unranked now, aren't they? Yeah. I mean, that that's a that's a very bittersweet pill, given the watching you circumstances. However, um, as someone who has to live in this reality of dealing with OU fans on a daily basis, um, I, that is worth every bit of my $20 to you see know, some sooner tears. Yeah, I'm. I every day I regret not picking USC. I really do. So now I'm their biggest hater. I'm I'm wanting Root them to win on their downfall. Yes. Meanwhile, I don't, I don't even know if Pitt is still ranked. If they are, it's in the double digits. It's probably like 16 or some bullshit. Oh, I bet it's in the 20s. No, they who, lost. They just no, lost did they lose? Recently. Yeah, they lost this week. I can't remember who they lost to, but I just heard they lost. <sighs> what, yeah, what, they got to be unranked. And then what do I need to do in order to in order to get USC back here. Cause this is just true. There's really nothing I can't do. It's just too far gone. I'm just stuck. Yeah, was like, you're, you were in, we're in week six. So yeah. what happens if Utah gets all the way to unranked and all three of us are unranked? What the fuck happens? Yeah, that's, that's something. Do we just do rock, paper, scissors at this point? Or we, we, we never discussed that. We go off the bowl games. Oh God. All right. We're going to be on here arguing about why the Russell athletic bowl is better than the outback bowl. <laughs> but at the, at the at the Reese's Senior Bowl, uh, Pitt ha- Pitt had more players. I mean, it's gotta be it's gotta count oh. for something. We get we gotta wait. <laughs> we have to wait till the draft to see which team has more players drafted. Hey, they Pitt Pitt only had like two people drafted, but but undrafted free agent yeah. signings they they led. So I know that I know that OU had four total, but they had no first rounders, and Pitt had two first rounders. So <laughs> why Pitt would have a fucking first? I mean, they did last year. That's the reason they're shit this year, though, because Kenny they Pickett. Lost, they lost Kenny they, Pickett. They, they had lost, a first round um, QB leave, and then their first round wide receiver that's going to go this year transferred. Mm-hmm. Well, with all that being started off for us, uh, this is episode 64. 60, 63? 64. 63, 64 of below 500. Um, Gooch, you want to tell them what's going on with Wiz right now? Yeah, so uh, for the second episode in a row, you have just me and Hunter with you guys. Um, Wiz will actually not be with us for an undisclosed amount of time. He's taken a taking some time away from the podcast to deal with some some personal issues. So we respect that. We have nothing but positivity for our fellow co-host. Uh, he will still be making his picks. He will still be involved in decision making for the podcast, but taking some time to focus on more important things. And that being said, that tab for winter booze will still be waiting on you, buddy, when you come back. Yes. Um, you escaped this week, though. Well, we'll get into that later. But right now... Uh... Scraped it out by one game. <laughs> hey, Denver hey. choked off the cover. Well, actually, Denver had to win out, right, the cover, but... Hey, yeah, I mean... Choked it. Um, y'all might be... Y'all might be seeing Colton, our social media manager, occasionally hop on here as our third host. But I think for the most part, we're either going to just roll roll a duo or just first take this shit. You know, Max and Skip leaving. Not Skip. Wait, yeah, Skip. Max and Skip leaving. You know, just revolving revolving door guests. It's. I forgot it's, Max left. I kind of liked him until he got he got crazy at the end. Yeah, I feel like that show kind of does it to you. 
but I really liked Max. What was that show that Max was on with um, um Sports Nation? Was it Sports Nation? Yeah, yeah it was. I love that show. That was a great show. I with loved him it. And uh Marcellus Wiley. Yeah, 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 yeah. I loved it. And I can't remember the the bimbo they had on moderating them, but Blonde uh, chick. I can't remember. But yeah, no, that was a great show. Yeah. Well, um did, did we did we get into the number? It was sixty four, right? 65, 64. Oh, I was looking it up, and then you you threw the uh, whiz announcement to me. I'd be. Let's see. Six, this is episode 64. All right. Let's see, gut, my gut. I'd go with it. 64. Well, episode 64 of Below 500 is brought to you by Fur Real Insurance. Are you sick and tired of having a health insurance coverage that has no actual benefits and barely helps you whenever you go to the doctor uh, with no co-pays and other pre-deductible benefits? Um, do you want health insurance that works for you on day one that includes coverage for illness, diseases, accidents, preventative, and critical illness? Wouldn't you rather have a personal agent cell phone number that you can call anytime, day or night, and have your problems taken care of? <clears throat> call or text Rowdy Fur at 936-222-5273 for access to the nation's largest PPO network, that you can take with you anywhere and covers you 24-7 on or off the job. The nation's largest PPO option is accepted at 98% of doctor offices and hospitals across the country and is unlimited lifetime coverage. For a free no-obligation quote today, call or text Rowdy Fur at 936-222-5273 or check him out at Facebook at Fur Real Insurance. That's F-U-R-R-H Real Insurance. Yes, and the sponsor break can only mean one thing, and that means that it is time for week five of win or booze. I said last week that I was either going to gain ground on Hunter or Hunter was going to take a commanding victory or a commanding lead in the series. And what happened? Hunter did just that. Hunter oh, went man. eleven and five. Sets a personal, right? Sets a podcast best for the twenty twenty two season. I oh, is it the doubled, best? I didn't even look. It's the best anyone's done so far. It has, and the previous best was nine and seven by me. Yeah. So look at I me. Say Fuck I was, y'all. I want to say I was like two games down to you going into this week, and I am now six games down. I doubled down on the losing and me and Colton actually tied with seven and nine. I needed Denver to clutch up and cover for me and they did not. The late Josh Jacobs touchdown sealed my fate. So I will be doing my obligatory last place shot. I feel like I've done almost as many shots all it through week four as I did all last year. Oh, you did. I want you to know my pain that I had to go through last season. It's bad. Um, and then Colton, we'll have, to, we'll have to bully him into taking a shot, obviously. What's Wiz's tab at? I think it's only two. It's only two? Hmm. Because I think he's he's only lost one week, and then I think one of us gave – I think I gave him yeah, a you shot. Could, yeah, you gave him a shot. Yeah, it's definitely two. So – with that, um, 
Go ahead and pour up another shot, Gooch. God damn it. I just put the cap back on because the way you were slow playing, I was like, if it was me, he'd have said it by now. Oh, no. <sighs> I, just, I just wanted to give you like a false sense of hope. Damn. Well, you you succeeded. I'm glad. I want you to be put through what I had to go through all last year. I, I've got a new strategy for uh, my winner it's... booze losses this year. I've switched to a shot class because uh, last year I was just doing pulls and yeah, that's not what measuring. Me. That made me bad too. And I was, there was a couple of those. I got sloppy last year. And see, you're lucky because last year we led at the beginning of the episode who won, lost, took shots, and then later on got into it. So it was already kicked in by the time I had to make my picks. You got it. You got it easy. I'm, I might want oh, to go back to that. And and uh, you were like working and like taking medicine, so you were like several different times throughout the season. You would like run up like four, five, six shot tabs, and then just be trashed at the end of the episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was towards the end of the season where I was, I was taking medicine and couldn't do it, and then I'm just like, fuck it, I'll just chug the rest of the bottle, call it even. I never, I should, I should measure it out, but mama didn't raise a bitch. I'm not gonna keep doing that. But I mean, right. I I can't tell you the last time I took a shot. I haven't taken one all season. No. Look at man. Okay. I'm... Started off. We got Thursday night football. Col- Colts. I almost said Coltons. Colts go to Denver to play the Broncos, and the Broncos are favored by three. And this. this is a tough one for me because I feel like the Colts are getting hate a little bit, and I don't feel like they necessarily deserve it. Like. Uh, I mean, they beat the Chiefs. They dropped a close one to the Titans. I just don't feel like they're – but the, they have no Jonathan Taylor, do they? Uh, the Colts, no. Um, he's doubtful with a high ankle sprain. Yeah. So it's going to be the third stringer. That, the third stringer I can't think of, and Naeem Hines. Yeah, then I'm taking Denver all the way. I was leaning Colts until I remembered – the injury. Yeah, I'm not. I'm trying to think it over because I like. I like how you just automatically put Denver in there. Like I said, that's what I'm going oh, with. Uh, yeah, I, listen, the key was hidden. It's it's been probably three minutes. Dehydrated. <laughs> um, Colts offensive line have gone to shit. I don't know if you've noticed that or not. They have but injuries because, like, no, I mean, it's just they're. Literally like two years ago, they had like the best offensive line in the league. They have a top five offensive lineman on their line. I know. That's what I, I saw today. And looking at the stats and everything, Quentin Nelson and Ryan Kelly, both who were both top players at their position, center or guard and center respectively, they've both declined. I don't know what happened, but that's that plus so, wasn't playing and a part of Jonathan Taylor's not, not being as successful as he was. So that makes me wonder if it's a scheme issue because i don't see why it would be they have the same coach they yeah. well when how long has sirianni been in philly is this a second year i don't know but i just like i'm just looking back to last year jonathan taylor's breakout i mean he was getting 25 carries a game it seemed like and now like even on his healthy games he's not getting that like he got he got a lot of touches the first game but his touches have like gradually went down throughout the week so that's why i wonder like why are we not given like obviously last week he only got a handful of touches because he got hurt but why are we not giving jonathan taylor the ball i saw the 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 stat that i'm talking about referencing to it's um it's kind of an analytical stat and it's based on 
each play how the O-line's blocking, what the expected yardage is for a running back. To, so, like, it plugs and plays every hole, every gap that the yeah. line makes. And usually that number is supposed to be way higher than the running – like, than, than the running back actually rushes. It's been the same. It's usually, like, 3.8 – Playing as good as he possibly could. Exactly, he's he's he he's doing his best yeah. with what he's given. And I mean, hey, I've said it multiple times on this podcast. I am a believer in uh, running backs are fifty percent offensive line. They are. That's I mean, look, that's the I really mean, there's so many people you can point to. Look at, I mean, Demarco Murray is my favorite one to continuously go back to. I mean, he's the poster boy for. He was as good as his offensive line was. Mm-hmm. He had a great offensive line in Dallas. He was great. He had a subpar offensive line in Philly. He was subpar. Call so, me a homer if you want, but I'm going to reference Houston with this. So look at David Johnson. Look at the success that he had in Arizona. Came to Houston. Awful. Out of the league now. Look at Phil Lindsay. Came to Houston. Awful. Out of the league. He had 2,000-yard seasons in, in Denver. Came to Houston was awful. Our O line was not built for 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 run blocking. It was bad. Now this year we got Kenyon Green, who his days in A and M like specialized in run blocking, having to block for Isaiah Spiller was a huge reason for Isaiah Spiller's success. Now look at Spiller in Los Angeles. He's RB three. Kenyon Green's a starter. Look at Pierce's production all of a sudden. Yeah, he's a top ten rusher of the league right now. And I mean, he's, yeah, and he's I love that he has gotten progressively more touches every game he's gotten more he touches every single game this year right now he's ranked as the 10th most rushing yards he's a rookie Fantasy it's steel it's it's insane i mean um houston was the bottom of the league in rushing the past, ever since we let go of Lam- uh, lamar miller ever since he got hurt and we had carlos hyde have a thousand yard rushing ever since then we've been sh- worse in the league in rushing until you prioritize once you once you as a team prioritize red blocking or get a healthy balance between both. It's like you said, the run game is 50-50 on the running back and their skills versus what they're given to run behind. With that being said, I'm picking Denver. After all that analysis, (laughs) give me your pick. I'm picking picking Denver. Sorry. All right, next game. Detroit and their horrible defense goes to Foxborough to play New England, and the Patriots are favored by three. I'm – Wait, Patriots are favored? Yes. Oh, oh, oh let me refresh, uh, re, uh, recap. Wiz, Wiz and Colton both took Denver, so that's a sweep on Denver. Wiz and Colton have both taken the Lions in this game. I oh. will be taking New England. I think that uh, Bailey Zappi is serviceable, assuming he plays. If Mac Jones plays, lock it up. Um, our, our running talent is going to run through Ramondre Stevenson is going to run through the Detroit defense. And it really pains me to dog on the Detroit defense because of Malcolm Rodriguez, Malcolm Rodriguez being an OSU alum, an Oklahoma hometown kid, but that defense is bad. I, I don't think it's going to be close. I think Detroit's going to win the, the game that happened Sunday was not as close as it looked on the scoreboard. Bailey Zappi. Oh, I, I'm talking about the Detroit Seahawks game. No, I'm like, talking. I'm talking about New York and Green Bay. My bad. I didn't. I didn't specify. So New York, Green Bay. That's that scoreboard. That scored final score did not show 
as close as the game actually was. Like it was, it was only that close and went to overtime because there was a delay of game penalty. Okay, here we Bailey. go. No, no, listen. There's a there's a delay of game penalty on Bailey Zappi. Literally, the next play, there's a delay of game, but it's not called. I don't know if it's because the line judges didn't. It's so rare for it to happen back to back, and they didn't catch it. But every announcer, everything after, counted two seconds after the play clock hit zero, and then they snapped. Well, there was two regardless. seconds in between that time. So the Detroit Lions are not the Green Bay Packers. So. I'm just saying that score, that that final score, New England and and, and Green Bay. Now I it was not say, near that close. If DeAndre Swift and Amon Ross St. Brown both play, I'll be a little worried about this pick, but I'm not changing it. Um, I don't think Swift is coming back, but even then, Jamal Williams is Jamal a, Williams very serviceable. He's very serviceable. He he'd be a one RB one on some teams. All right, give me your pick. Detroit. That's what I figured. I think that's easy, especially if Amon Russ, if even if Amon Russ doesn't play, you still got Chark, you still got Josh Reynolds, who has who has experience with uh, Goff from LA, and then you got Hawkinson, who just had a huge monster game Sunday. So just give me Detroit easy. All right, big spread. Giants go to Green Bay. Green Bay is favored by eight at home. Um, Wiz takes Giants. Colton takes Green Bay. Um, I'm going to take – I don't know if the Giants are going to win or not, but I'm definitely going to take the Giants to cover. Yeah. Um, what was I going to say? What's the uh, Packers pass rush like? Honestly, I'm not sure. We should call call Christian right now. Yeah. Um because that's what I just think Daniel Jones struggles against the pass rush. That's why they lost to Dallas. But I want to take Green Bay because I do think they're the better team. But eight's a lot to cover. I don't necessarily know if they cover yeah. that eight. So I'm Any, gonna take the Giants to cover that as well. Anything eight and over is pretty like that's pretty astronomical. Here's one for astronomical. The the abysmal Steelers and Kenny Pickett who threw three interceptions go to Buffalo and Buffalo is favored by 14 Wiz and Colton have both chosen Buffalo to cover. See the last time I saw Buffalo with a spread this high was Buffalo Texans 14 last year. And I chose Texas to cover Texas proceeded to get blown out 42 or 40 something to nothing. And the, the, the bills have already blown a team out. Once, twice, the Titans. They also blew out the Rams, didn't they? I don't remember the score of that game. Every game that they won this year, with the exception of Sunday, was won by double digits. I think like their last. I, I heard a crazy stat. Yeah, like, yeah, those last several. That their last won. like ten games have all been won by double. They they either blow the team out or lose, with the exception of Sunday. Right, right. So that, the Sunday might have snapped that streak, but the, uh, Pittsburgh looks terrible. So I'm gonna take Buffalo to cover. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna take the safe pick here. I want I'm gonna take Buffalo to cover also, but I, right. I can also see it though. So Chargers at Cleveland. Uh, Chargers are favored by three. So you this should be easy. Give me the Chargers, especially yeah, with the resurgence. I'm assuming- Everyone comes back healthy. 
Eckler I, looked good. Yeah, I don't I don't know the uh, any status update on Keenan Allen, but Eckler had three fucking touchdowns. It's just so hard to bet against the Chargers with the weapons that they have. Gerald Everett's been a huge, huge addition for them this year. Especially with Keenan Allen going down and him stepping up. Yeah. I Except know. for him being a lazy fuck on that one play against the Chiefs when he ca- had like two back to back catches for like over 40 yards. And then they try to hurry up and run a goal line, uh, like flat route to him. And he just like jogs the flat route and doesn't make an effort for the ball. And I think he gets picked. Motherfucker was tired, dog. Just had back to back. It's the NFL. Suck it up. I mean, I mean, yeah, but um, this this one's crazy. I don't I don't know what Colton's doing here. We've got Bears at Vikings. Vikings minus seven, and Colton has taken the Bears. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck Colton's smoking. Now this is another streak that I kind of jinxed. I, I I talked about it last week, and it's now over. Remember last week I mentioned the Bears are 12-0 and in any game that Eddie Jackson has an interception in. Well, Eddie Jackson had a pick last week. They lost. Hmm. So the record's now 12-1. and That streak came to an end. Um, the Bears had the most passing completions they've had all season last week. With a, no, I think it's either attempts or completions. And I want to say the number was like 22. That's sad. Yeah, that's terrible. That's well, terrible. Through it was like going into week three, they had fifteen completions. I know. It's through awful. two NFL football games. It's 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 disgusting. Um, I you need you need to get Justin Fields out of there. I don't think you mean like you need to like rescue Justin Fields from there, or you need to get him out of there because he's not the answer. Um, I think I think both. I just don't think he's a he'd be a, he's a good fit there. Either that or just. Give him some shit to surround him. Maybe actually build around him. Give him a fucking game plan that lets him. All he has is a a solid running back duo. You traded and Mooney. You traded up to the twelfth overall pick for him to hand the ball off thirty-five times a game. No shit. It's just maybe maybe drop some fucking draw plays. Wasn't he a dual threat quarterback? Yeah. Fucking Ohio State. Yeah. I just I don't get it. I don't know what Eberflus is thinking, but um, give me Minnesota. All right, the Seahawks, who have through four weeks seemingly shocked everybody, go to New Orleans to play the Saints. The Saints are favored by five and a half. Wiz took Seahawks. Colton took Saints. The Saints defense is good. There's about the only good thing I can say about the Saints so far. I mean, I mean, yeah, but if you want to talk about Seattle, Rashad Penny resurgence, and Geno Smith is the number one passer. I don't know, not passing yards, so, but the highest QBR this season. I've described him as he's playing old man football. Geno Smith's been in the league long enough. He finally, at whatever age he's at now, gets a gets put in like a chance to like have a position battle for a starting job in Seattle. And he's like, you know what? If I just never turn the ball over, they can't not start me. So like that, I feel like that's been like the Geno Smith uh, motto this year. He's just like, I'm gonna be safe with the ball. I'm gonna throw five to ten yard passes. My completion percentage is gonna be through the roof, and I'm never going to put the ball in danger. Well, I mean, he's 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 taking the Kirk Cousins route, but for some reason, is getting higher praise than Cousins. I don't get it. But 
I mean, it's pretty easy for for Gino to have success whenever you have Lockett and DK as your receivers. I don't know what what has happened to Noah Fant. He just was never that good. There was so much hype brought around that kid. Yeah, and then they, he, that's that's all it ever was. It was hype that never materialized. Well, I mean, if you look at his quarterbacks, he also had Drew Locke. He had um, what's that? Paxton Lynch, I think. A few other scrubs I can't yeah, even, he, can't he even just, remember. He was in Denver for their 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 down years. Yeah, and then I, I figured he'd have hope going to Seattle. So then that's have, the problem. That man is dodging Russell Wilson like the plague. Man's in Denver to sit through Drew Locke. Uh, who'd you just say? Paxton Lynch. Paxton else. Lynch. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater. Teddy Bridgewater, and then Denver gets Russell Wilson. And uh, Noah Fant follows Drew Locke to Seattle. It wasn't his choice. He was a part of that trade. I know. I'm just saying. Like, like I feel bad for the guy. And then he goes to Seattle. You got a motherfucker named Will Disley doing getting all the first team reps, all the doing getting more production. I don't. I just don't get it. All right. Who you got? Um, I'm trying to think because I don't know if Michael Thomas is going to be back this game. What's He's, wrong with Jameis? Um, I want to say his back i'm not totally sure which is he gonna play um i also do not know i know that chris olave i think just had his best game of his young career and then he had marquez calloway coming in and being serviceable and then you had jarvis landry just falling off cliff is kamara gonna play i don't know either but mark ingram has shown serviceable as well as mark ingram's always been serviceable yes but so has latavius murray so who you got it's just tough. I really don't know. It's like that's a toss up for me, but I think I'm gonna ride. I'm gonna ride with Seattle only Thank because. Goodness. Give me this. Give me the Saints. There's so many uncertainties in New Orleans. That I don't know if Michael Thomas is playing. I don't know if Kamara is playing. I don't know if Jameis is playing. This is more than anything a bet on that defense. I mean, yeah, the uh, defense is great, but Seattle's right. offense is is running right now. Um, Dolphins and. Whatever lineup they're going to put on the field Sunday, go to technically New Jersey to play the New York Jets. And the Dolphins are only favored in this by three. Wiz and Colton have both taken the Dolphins. I will also be taking the Dolphins. Yeah, the Dolphins is an easy pick here. Um, so two has already been rolled out Sunday, obviously. Thankfully, he came out. He's supposed to have an interview today. I don't know, I guess, over what happened. I'm not sure, but he's supposed to have an interview. So you're gonna have Teddy B out there Sunday. I think everybody, all the normal that interview people. Interview gonna need subtitles. <laughs> um, Zach Wilson looked nice Sunday. Looked better than he did all season last year. I didn't get to watch. I didn't get to watch. Uh, I, I watched the Red Zone slate of Red Zone. I mean, he looked great. He before he got on the field back against uh, Pittsburgh, he said, "Look, let's go fucking win this," and then proceeded to have a game-winning drive. I'm going to need these New York Jets quarterbacks to start showing some love to Elijah Moore. Joe Flacco, his old grandpa ass, had some type of weird father-son complex with Garrett Wilson and would only throw the ball to Garrett Wilson. And then we get Zach Wilson back. Like, oh, maybe this is some hope for Elijah Moore. No, he falls in love with Corey Davis. Corey Davis was a safety blanket last year, and then I guess Elijah Moore followed suit. I'm wanting him to throw more to Garrett Wilson. I'm a Garrett Wilson hype believer. 
I'm a Elijah Moore fantasy owner, so that's all I I'm, give a shit about. I'm a Garrett Wilson fantasy owner as well, and Corey Davis, but that's a different story. All right. Falcons, who have surprised me this year, go to Tampa Bay, um, and Tampa Bay is favored by eight and a half. Wiz and Colton have both taken the Falcons. I'm going to ride with them, and I'm going to take the Falcons to cover. I don't think the Falcons are going to win. See, this but... is crazy because I feel like Tom Brady just kind of had a resurgence – like, I mean, you can't call it a coming out party, but for the year, I'll call it a coming out party against the Chiefs last week. And they're at home. I'm going to, and it's divisional. I'm going to take Tampa Bay. Here I go again, fucking setting myself up to get drunk on a Tuesday again. I mean, yeah, but Atlanta, um, I think uh, Cordero Patterson's ruled out again, but you got Tyler Algier back there. That's been Tyler Algier's not looked that good to me. They've been, whenever. Cordero got hurt last week on Sunday. Um, they were running like three different running backs. Like Algier has this, they're running hot hand. Yeah. They're, they're going with RB two, three, and four at this point. I just, yeah. I don't get it. But Drake London has looked great. I don't understand why the fuck Kyle Pitts is not doing anything. I don't know why, why they're they, not giving him the ball. Why like, they're not game planning for you? Got it. You got yeah. You put a, top, a, a fifth round, a, a top five pick, I mean, not fifth round, a, fifth overall pick that you're not like running plays for he can she's shown that he can be a top five tight end of the league he's a weapon to use i don't understand why arthur smith is scared to use him i don't get it um next we have the tennessee titans at the washington commanders uh tennessee is favored by two and a half you got Wiz and colton both taking tennessee and honestly, I mean, is I Derek think Derrick Henry back? Um, so far, I mean, uh, we, he was gone week one and two, but hey, apparently we have to revisit our O line conversation. Taylor Lewan's done. Yeah, that was after like week one For, or two. I thought he, I thought he was done. Oh, okay, I didn't know he didn't play. I don't follow injury reports on offensive linemen. I I do. I, I follow like most most reports from AFC South, but um. I'm still going to take Tennessee. Yeah, I'm taking Tennessee too. I mean, Washington has looked better than I thought they were going to this season. See, I feel like they've been like overall disappointing because I think like we all kind of got a little not excited, but like we kind of thought they were going to be something after what they did to Jacksonville week one. And then that just never materialized into anything. So I'm going to ride with Tennessee. I think Derrick Henry, and, and this is every year with Derrick Henry. And I've said it, I've told all the fantasy owners not to panic. Because if, if you have ever owned Derrick Henry in fantasy, you know as well as anybody, this is how it goes. You get he starts slow and he he's he's just up he's rolling downhill and he's gathering speed. And you saw it last week. He's gonna be better this week and he's just gonna collect steam and he's gonna rush for eighteen hundred yards again. Mm-hmm. All right. Divisional game, big matchup. Texans at Jacksonville. The Jags are favored by seven. Uh, that's the most I've seen the Jags favored in a very long – any game in a very Wiz long time. Wiz and Colton are split on this. Wiz has Jags. Colton has Texans. Now, um, I don't the, believe that the Texans are going to win this game, but I'm going to make my decision based off of trends. So, this Sunday we saw another trend. 
We saw yes, you could put Houston. Pick it Houston. Okay. Well, I was I was gonna do a thing where like as you hyped up the Texans, I was gonna put a one letter at a time. <laughs> I'm not no, don't get me wrong, I'm not hyping the Texans at all. They cannot finish a game. And week one, they held a fourth quarter lead against the Colts, tied. Week two, held a fourth quarter lead against the Broncos, lost. Week three, held a fourth quarter lead against the Bears, lost. Week four had a comeback second half, won the second half was down only by three against the Chargers, lost by 10. So, so I believe you. I believe that the Texans have weapons. Uh, Damian Pierce looks like a stud. Uh, Brand, I, I hold true to that Brandon Cooks is one of the most overrated wide receivers in the league. Um, How is he overrated? Underrated. Underrated. Oh. Underrated. underrated. I'm about to say, I'm about to come um, through. God. Davis Mills has received some hate. People kind of jumped off the wagon. Oh, I'm off that wagon. So off it. I still think he's serviceable. I still think he could mature and materialize into something nice. Um, So with all that being said, I'm taking the Jags to cover. (laughs) I mean, I'm not saying that Houston's going to win. I'm just saying seven's a lot, especially for a divisional matchup. You're right, and like that does scare me. Like, I'm not – loving this pick or this line um but that defense like i'm hesitant but like i i want to use the word elite for mm-hmm. the jacksonville defense that defense is good oh no i get you it's just um a, like, i mean you have a defense that i mean it, they're the only defense so far this year that has made like the eagles struggle but then they're only going to be as good as their offense you look at that's Look true. at Trevor Lawrence. How many fumbles did he have last week or turnovers? Five, five total turnovers for yeah. the team. Uh, four turnover, four fumbles by Trevor. That is a thing. It was raining. I don't know. I, I don't see that happening back-to-back. Because the two games going into that game, you have to admit the offense looked good. That offense was moving mm-hmm. the football and putting points on the board. Uh, and then and as bad as they played, they still put 21 points on the board against the Eagles, whose defense is out of this world. So the Eagles defense are okay. They're not out of this world. Um, I I'm gonna say like I just expect a I expect a bounce back game from Jacksonville. I'm Whereas, also yeah, I'm also banking on because Houston has a top 10 passing defense right now. Rushing defense worse in the league, but passing defense uh lines are up there. worse in the league, unless it's changed. Uh, okay, yeah, you're right. No, Lions is uh, – I'm saying, like, one of the worst. Texans yeah, one of the yeah. worst. But, I mean, Texans have held their own when it came to passing. Um, Those trends I was touching on earlier, that's another reason I'm taking this pick. The Jags haven't beat the Texans since 2017. Yeah, and uh, Jags, my favorite, my favorite um, little tidbit in that series is every year of Jags-Texans has been a sweep by either the Jags or the Texans since 2013. So for 10 years, for a decade now, they have never split. Nope. And those 10 years, only twice the Jags have won. It was one sweep. It was 2017. Yeah. Every other year is Houston. That's a trend I'm rolling with. That's another reason that I don't love taking the Jags minus seven. Um, I would love this a lot more at like four and a half or five and a half. But... I just I'm not you're being not bold with it. Bet against Jacksonville right now. Look at um San Francisco and LA. The last six times they've met, 
I think it was either six or now seven after last night. The Niners have won every game. Damn, that's crazy. Look at um, Colts in Jacksonville. Oh yeah, that's a that's a that's a phenomenon that's been happening for years. Nobody knows why. That's some like supernatural shit. It is. So I'm just I'm I'm rolling with the trends. I don't see Houston winning, but I see them putting up a fight. All right. Uh, Speaking of the Niners, we've got the 49ers coming off a big win against Denver, or no, the Rams. Sorry. Uh, Going to Carolina to play the lowly Panthers and the homeless crackhead Baker Mayfield. And the Panthers are favored by six and a half. I would take Niners to cover if this line was nine and a half. Niners are covered six and a half. Yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah, the Panthers are plus six and a half. They're six and a half point underdogs. I would take the Niners if they were favored by nine and a half, not just six and a half. I think this is a double-digit victory for the Niners. I think so, too. Now, San Francisco's defense is nice. Panning over to Carolina – I I think that's a Matt Rule problem. I don't think it's a Baker problem. See, I just I don't think he's looked good. I think he's made bad throws. Like and I because like just from what I've seen watching Red Zone, he doesn't look good. Like they and like he moves the ball. They get in the red zone or near the red zone, and then he just like stalls drives. Like or maybe maybe it's bad play calling, but I think it's bad quarterback play. Have you seen a quarterback? in the National Football League have sustainable success under Matt Rule. We've seen Baker have Who's success. Who's Matt Rule coached? He's coached um, P.J. Walker, Sam Darnold, and I feel like somebody else. I mean, we, we talk about this. Teddy. We talk about this quite a bit. College coaches generally don't succeed in the NFL. It's It's rare. I just I think before they go drastic and bench Baker for Sam Darnold, I think they need to take a look, long look in the mirror and be like, what has Matt Rule done while I've been here? Yeah, I mean, I see that. I see that. I just look at look at CMC this year. This is probably the worst he's been utilized in so his whole career. He's putting up numbers. Finally, he's just not scoring the ball. Like his his yards per carry is good. Like he's. He's doing his part. He had 29 rushing yards last week. But he had like seven catches. Exactly. That's so, he's, but, he's only getting his – usually he's a dual But the threat. week before that, he had 102 yards on 15 carries. Yeah, so the two weeks before that, not great in rushing yards. I don't know what they're doing. He's, he's proven success that if you utilize him correctly, he's a dual threat. Oh, yeah. I just don't understand why one week they're like, hey, we're going to rush down the throats. Next week, hey, just just dish it off. We're going to throw a dozen screen passes to Christian McCaffrey. Yeah, I don't know. I don't get it. I just think – And I don't understand why, like, these college coaches that go to the NFL, let it fucking rip. Like, you got to the NFL for a reason. And, like, I don't know. Like, you got Matt Rule. Look back at to, like, the offense Matt Rule was running in at Baylor. Where's that? Like, I don't know. And at this one, especially the, the Panthers look like one of the worst teams in the league. What do you have to lose? I guarantee you he's already on the hot seat. Let it rip. Who did they beat? The Texans. The Panthers have not played the Texans. 
Oh, who did they beat? I think yeah. Who could, I think you said who could they beat. No, who have um, they beat? They beat somebody. Uh, oh, who did they beat? Was it the Jet? No. Did they play the Falcons? I thought they might have beat the Falcons. Let me just scroll up. I can tell you. That's true. Um, It was like week two or three. They beat the Saints. Yeah, they beat the Saints. I mean, that's a divisional matchup. I can give them that. But anyways, um, let's move on. Cowboys go to SoFi to play the Rams. The Rams are favored by four and a half. Wiz has picked the Rams, and Colton has picked the Cowboys. I mean, the Rams just got embarrassed in prime time. I That's think, true. I think they're going to come, come back. Give me the Rams. I will also be taking the Rams. Um, the Cooper Rush hype is real, but he hasn't played anybody. I'm not ready to crown him yet. Like, look at the teams he's beaten. He hasn't – I mean, he, he has impressed me with how he's played – but the games he's won have not made me a believer yet. This is his first real NFL football game. Mm-hmm. So, Eagles go to Arizona. Arizona is five-point underdog at home. Colton and Wiz both have taken the Eagles. I think I'm also going to take the Eagles. Five points is not nothing. But I, I am an Eagles. I, I'm an Eagles believer. I'm riding with the Eagles. I think they're the best best team in the NFL right now. See, it makes um, me sick that people are hopping on now, at least for the podcast sake. Y'all were saying that there's no way the Eagles going to do good this year. Like That's not true. I picked them to win the division. No. No, let's we can run the tapes back, back in like April or May, or whenever the schedule's dropped. We ran through each game for the Eagles to see, because we were talking about Jalen Hurts, whether he'd be successful or not, and y'all were dogging him. I don't remember that. I'm not saying it didn't happen. I'm just saying I don't specifically remember it. However, in the time since that has happened, even before the you know, like before kickoff, like in the time since that to like week one, I have come around, and I am a a, a Jalen Hurts fantasy owner in multiple leagues. I think Jalen Hurts is at mo- at worst number two in the MVP race right now. Um, I think Philly's the best team in the NFC. I think they wipe that division. So anything I may have said prior to like August about the Eagles does not count. All right, whatever. Now we finally get a good Sunday night game. Bengals come off. Besides last week, last week was or this Sunday was a good one. The first three were lackluster. Bengals come off a impressive win against the Dolphins to play the Ravens. Ravens are at home, three point favorites. Wiz took Ravens. Colton took a homer pick and took the Bengals. See, I've had a lot of trouble even in the pick'em trying to pick this game because you got Bengals who are finally getting their shit together versus the Ravens, who just came off a very, very bitter loss. I'm taking Lamar Jackson bounce back week and taking Baltimore. I think I'm also going to take a Lamar Jackson bounce back week. I'm going to go with the Baltimore as well. And Monday Night Football, divisional game, 
possibly the easiest spread that we've had yet. Uh, Raiders go to Arrowhead to play Kansas City on Monday Night Football. Kansas City is only favored by three. That's the easiest pick of the week. I'm hammering Kansas City. If any sports bettors are listening to, listening to this, bet your house on this. I don't understand how the Raiders are only three point underdog. They're one and right. three. I mean, they I just they, got their first. They win won last, last week. week, but they had to fight and claw for that win against the Broncos. The Broncos are also a sus- has been a very suspect team. Right, that's what I'm saying. Like, like that's no win to hang your head on. Like, I, it's good to get in the win column and not be zero and four, but it's the Broncos, and that I mean that that win came down to the last five minutes. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, Kansas City, like, and it's wild to me because on paper the Raiders should be putting up thirty points a game. Looking at our picks, me and Wiz have one game different. Oh, boy. Houston and Jacksonville. One, two, three, four. I mean, you have four. God, I haven't really looked at Colton's that much. Me and Colton are almost eye-to-eye on some. There's uh, one. Two, three. Me and Colton have seven different. Four, five. Me and Colton have five different. This is the interesting. So, week. yeah, this is gonna be interesting. I can't say who's gonna be close or not, but I can tell you, either me and Wiz are gonna win together or lose together. I say Hunter has the lead, and he's just gonna exploit Wiz's absence and just pick. Down like down the ticket with Wiz, so that Wiz can never gain a game on him. That's really not what I was doing. I just I went back and looked because I'm like, let me. T- I like to go back and look and see who who's all different and see who who can really pull ahead. Really, I could just extend my lead on you by a lot. That's really it. By a lot. I mean, we're seven games different. No, me and Colton are seven games. Me and oh, four. Me and oh. four. Well, but that's that's a sizable sizable lead to gain. You're not getting all four. Let me see. Let's see. You went homer with New England. That's gonna bite you in the ass. You went homer it's with not, Tom. Though. You went homer with Tom Brady. That's, that's gonna not bite a you. homer pick. That's that's gonna bite you in the ass. Um, I I can see it being a toss up with New Orleans and Seattle, and then what's the other one? Jacksonville. Jacksonville. He, okay, yeah, that's also a toss up. I mean, I think at most you get two on me. Once again, my fate decides on fucking Houston, just like life. Um, all right. What what else you got for us? That was, that was a long winter boot segment. That was really good. I, I kind of like going like an in depth analysis each week or each game. I mean, kind of like that. Yeah, oh, the yeah. Patriots are signing Garrett Gilbert. You see that? Who the fuck is Garrett Gilbert? He's like a washed ass backup because you got Mac Jones back. Yeah. Oh God. You got Mac Kaepernick. You got Mac. You know Bill's never doing that. No. I don't know. I don't know. He signed. He's oh like, no. Look at the him. look at the quarterback room that he went with this year. I made a joke about this uh, earlier, like earlier in the season. His quarterback room was Mac Jones, Brian Hoyer, and Bailey Zappi. Bailey Zappi and uh, Mac Jones could be brothers. That man, I said, uh, Bill Belichick started a black quarterback 
for one year and said never again. Yeah, it's just um, the, you know, the only healthy quarterback, excuse me, on the Patriots roster right now is Bailey Zappi because you still got Mac Jones. I think he's out already with a high ankle sprain. Then you got Brian Hoyer in concussion protocols. Patriots are going to be going NHL rules and pulling an emergency quarterback out of the stands. You got Giants working out Jake Fromm for some reason because they're panicking because Tyrod Taylor's hurt. And then you got Daniel Jones that has an ankle injury now. Yeah. I mean, I would rather us, I would rather the Patriots work out Jake Fromm than Garrett Gilbert. Uh, I mean, I'm trying to think of quarterbacks that I would rather take. I don't even, I, I've never heard the name Garrett Gilbert in my life. I think he's – I wish he was here because I think he played for Dallas as a backup and a couple other teams. But I know for a fact, I'm pretty sure it was Dallas. Um, I mean, Odell might be back. He has a free agent visit with uh, New York Giants today, I think. Yeah, today. Oh, wow. Oh, no, was it yesterday? 21 that hours ago. That team desperately needs a receiver. I mean, yeah, because I don't know why they're not – Putting Kenny Holiday in there, I don't know what they have against him. What their vendetta is, uh, but so then I think Sterling Shepard's out again. Yeah, the Q- QB switch in Pittsburgh. They finally gave up on Mitch, and he, then Kenny Pickett let him down. I don't know. Kenny Pickett did a lot. I mean, he well he had two touchdowns. The Russian got touchdowns. Yeah, he had three picks. That's very true. Well, one of them was like a just a downhill heave for like just a desperation heave. Uh, who um, they play? They played the Jets. Yeah, the Jets said, "Pick it." Uh, I think we will. <laughs> Corny ass joke. Um, I, I was sitting on that one for like a couple of minutes trying to think, of, how am I going to work this in here and make it sound natural? Uh, big news in Denver: Javante Williams out for the season, maybe Whoa. a career. Damn. Because he has torn ACL, LCL, and something else. It's like a very, oh. very serious thing. Three things torn. That that man got that that Marcus Lattimore. That poor guy put his line, put his life on the line, his career on the line. I mean, for just a mid ass team this year. Hey, I feel I feel bad for him. That ain't that ain't nothing. That ain't nothing a, a foot long danger which can't fix. God, did you, you you watch that last week after I told you about it? I threw up. That was the worst, that especially after he started the explorer ass commercial. Hey hey, you tell me something dangerous you did. Oh wow! Whoa! Wow. That that is that is dangerous. dangerous. One I time, you, I no no, that's too dangerous. Can't that's all, yeah, the god but that hey, was. Don't forget, it's in the vault. Shut up! If I need back into the below five hundred Twitter account so I can tweet more death threats at Russell Wilson. Jesus! We give us banned. I'll get um, us banned for life. Fuck that guy. Yeah. So apparently, the Patriots are also re-signing Jamie Collins again for the fourth time. You're saying these names. I have no clue who these. You don't know who are. Jamie Collins is. He's been like a. He used to be a big name linebacker. I don't care. From Patriot, from New England. Oh. He was probably getting overshadowed by Teddy Bruschi. Sir. Huh? He hasn't been in the league that long. Teddy Bruschi's been out for a minute. He's been out since like 2008. I know. Jesus, that's one of those like names where like it feels like he like retired like six or seven years ago, and he's like, oh, he retired like almost twenty fucking years ago. 
We're old. Okay. Um, the season ends today. Who do you think the MVP is going to be? I, I want it to be Jalen Hurts, but I think it's Lamar. I don't even think it's Lamar. Josh Allen. No. I would I would give it to Josh Allen no. right now. The man he has twelve touchdowns. How many does Lamar have? I really I'm not sure. Twelve touchdowns, fourteen hundred yards. All purpose or passing? That's uh not sure. I think it's all purpose. That's more oh, I guarantee Lamar's got that beat. Five. Lamar Nine, five, 10 14. Lamar has 11 touchdowns tied for first so your stats are off. Wait, how wait, what'd you say? I was I was counting. Uh I said Lamar has 11 touchdowns which is tied for first so your stats are off. Is that passing or total? Uh oh, right that's here. passing. That's passing. Okay. Oh. So he has 13 all-purpose touchdowns. How many all-purpose yards? Um, what? Oh, never mind. I was looking at the wrong thing. Okay, that makes more sense. Um, nine hundred plus three hundred, twelve hundred. Okay, Josh Allen has four one thousand four hundred ten all-purpose yards, twelve total touchdowns. That was that one thousand four hundred ten. All-purpose yards, that's more than 19 teams have for the whole season. Yards? Yes. Jeez. Want me to run through the list real quick? One of those teams, the Bears, for sure. Yeah. That's also the Patriots, the Jags, the Texans, Broncos, Giants, Colts, Vikings, Bengals, um, Falcons, Cardinals, Commanders, Tampa, Dallas, Pittsburgh, San Fran, uh, the Rams, Panthers, Bears and Titans. How now, many interceptions he got? I'm not sure. I'm just looking at these two stats right here. Now the oh, 12 all-purpose touchdowns, that's more than 20 teams. That's more than 20 teams have all year, which it's I think it's all the same teams. I'll run through them real quick again. Chargers, Seahawks, Cardinals, Commanders, Falcons, Packers, Bengals, Saints, Vikings, Raiders, Titans, Patriots, Jets, Tampa, Carolina, Giants, uh, Steelers, Texans, Niners, Rams. Oh, wait, there's an asterisk on the Niners or Rams. That was before last night. Uh, same thing with the other stat. Cowboys, Broncos, Colts, Bears. I would say that Josh Allen has a pretty good grasp on the MVP race right now. The only thing that I will say to counter that is Josh Allen's doing that with a better overall team and Lamar Jackson is doing this with his number one receiver being Rashad Bateman and Devin Duvernay. Mark Andrews died. That's not a receiver. That's a tight end. He's still a pass catcher. I didn't say pass catcher. I said receiver. You look at you look at Kansas City. Best yeah. option there oh. is Kelsey. I mean, yeah. So in uh, Buffalo. He's got Stephon Diggs, a top probably at least three or four receiver in the league. Uh, Gabriel Davis, okay. nice number two. Asterisk, asterisk. Gabriel Davis only became nice because of the playoff run. That's it. And then uh, he's got Isaiah McKenzie, breakout rookie. 
Um, I don't th- is he, might, he might not be a rookie. He's he not a rookie. a rookie. Young guy. Breakout. Anyways, uh, Jamison Crowder, sneaky number four. Um, he's the number two slot. He's not, he, Isaiah McKenzie plays more. Both of them are, also have been hurt, along with Gabriel Davis. He's also been hurt. So you got a uh, fringe top 10 tight end, Dawson Knox, also. Yeah. So I would say that arguably across the board, Josh Allen has better overall weapons. I don't know. I would also take the running back room in Baltimore over Buffalo's. J.K. Dobbins just came back. Okay. His rookie year was also still very good. I don't know what I'm saying. Up to this point in the season, you can barely include J.K. Dobbins in that running back room. Okay, I wouldn't want to, to include a devil, Devin Singletary who fumbles all the time and Zach Moss who's inconsistent and a James Cook who has not delivered or lived, played up to his, who his promise. Yes, he fumbled on his first NFL carry and he said, yeah, well, uh, you're never playing again. No shit. Um, all right, we now, are. And they oh, both, both teams also have a great defense to help, help give him a break. We are over the hour mark. Um, I got some highs and lows. I don't know if you have anything. Um, but, uh, my low, uh, my low for the week is I have a a road trip coming up. So I got the truck all cleaned up, tuned up, ready for this road trip, detailed the inside, washed the outside car wash that I went to multiple times. Nice brand new car wash right on the road from my house, shipped the paint on my truck. Big fat paint chip on the hood of my truck. Ooh, I'm. You, did you get the paint insurance or warranty, whatever? With where? Oh, you didn't buy the truck brand new, did you? No, I'll have to look at my warranty. Paint chips might actually be covered in my warranty. I will have to look at that. Whenever I bought my car, like they couldn't sell it to me without giving me that paint chip warranty, which was glad because I bit a curb by accident because I didn't know that like how tall it was. I didn't know. I thought I'd be able, my car would be able to clear it, and it barely didn't. And then somebody dinged on my door handle, my passenger door handle, and my driver one. I'm assuming from the apartment complex, but somebody dinged both the handles, and there's little white chips. But that's my really it. my high for the week is that I only have one and a half more days of work left this week, and then Thursday at noon I will be headed south to Corpus Christi, Texas for the weekend. You're going to stop by here? It's not on the way. It's actually way out of the way. You're right. I, I'm, I forgot how like far. You should might as well go to South Padre while you're at it. I mean, we pretty much do every time we go to Corpus. It's literally like 30 minutes. Exactly. Uh, um, yeah, like Corpus from here is literally the easiest, longest drive ever. Like you get on 35, and you just ride 35 for I'm 10 about to hours. say, yeah. South Padre, I think, is like a six-hour drive from us. Just because it's, it's South Texas. Um, I think there's yeah. a way I could cheat and go through, like, Corpus. We will be we'll be going fishing on my uncle's boat. So I'm jealous. Friday and Saturday, I will be uh, on a boat in the middle of the ocean. Um, I will be getting – I'll be indulging in Bucky's in and out the whole time it'll be great in and out where's where's there in and out uh there's one in denton right off the highway oh really yeah. we're or getting one denton or north dallas 
we're getting one built in the woodlands right now so it's like 15 20 minutes for me so i want to try it again i haven't tried it since i had it waco in like 2016 um I so you only had in and out once yeah i only had it once because i'll be on vacation oh. but um it was mid it's fine like I said it's fine what like i like Whataburger. yeah i must say i like whataburger way more glad this is at the end so jay doesn't get pissed right like like she listens anyways but um, jade's an in and out fiend really oh it's a it's crazy miss texas an in and out fiend we've gotten we've got beaumont she considers in and out a texas thing and she we she's gotten like we've gotten in arguments and like she got like emotional over like me harping on like whataburger over in and out she gets mad she gets mad when i can bring it up i wish i can say that surprises me that's also coming from the person that said i want to go to beaumont because i think it's nice there girl you gotta walk around i don't know that it was that she thinks it's nice it was like i don't know It, it was a very complicated reason i said it was like it was a proximity thing it was like proximity to to uh i think it was galveston I don't know how far it is from Galveston. Not that uh, far. Yeah, so like proximity to Galveston. She has this, or she she still does, but it used to be like a lot stronger. She had this weird obsession with like Cajun everything. Mm-hmm. And it's like fair, driving distance from Louisiana. And like, I don't know. I mean, that's and fair, but it's also just a trash city. When she was in high school, she was dating all these like hometown guys who we're never going to leave. And so she thought she was this small town country, hometown girl. And so she saw Beaumont as this small town in Texas, down by the beach, right by Louisiana. And then she grew up and realized that she's not that. And none of that's true. Still hope y'all move to, move to Houston though. Don't get me wrong. I mean, Hey, my, my uh, jobs corporate is there. I need you to keep doing better. I'm breaking news, so I don't know why this has been so important because I, I just think it's stupid. But Aaron Judge just hit a 60 second home run. Who cares? I'm glad you read that. I don't get I was that. gonna bring that up. It's I don't not important. Get that. It's literally not it's important. It's not. It's I at first when I first heard it, because like I'm still I don't know all the records in baseball. So when I first heard it, I'm like, oh shit, is he gonna like be the home run leader in a season? No, it's no, Barry he's Bonds. 11 away. Yeah, why is it such a hype? Oh so Barry Bonds doesn't it. count. Yes, it does. Bullshit. It still counts. And even then, Barry Bonds doesn't count. Mark McGuire has 70. And I want to say that uh, Sammy Sosa had like 68. I was about year. to say, there's still Mark McGuire so and Sammy Sosa. I don't, I don't understand. This, so and I don't know all the numbers, but 62, if the league, if the season ends today for the all time single season list, he's seventh. And they're hyping this up and giving us all this media attention, and they know it doesn't matter. So they're touting it as the American League home run record. That's not a thing. It's stupid. Like, no other record do we say, oh, this pitcher is approaching the American League strikeout record. No. I've been so annoyed. You either break break the record or you didn't break the record. Like, you just had a good year. It's ridiculous. They were interrupting so many sporting events within the past like week, chiming in every time he's at base. And we're all failing to like um, recognize the fact that 
He plays in a ballpark that is built to cater to his strengths. He plays on a team that has built an entire lineup to cater to that ballpark. So you can't pitch around him, which props to the Yankees. Like it's good team management if you're going to be in a situation, but it's a joke. That ballpark is an absolute joke. Out of his 62, there's a Twitter account. I could like I could actually put the time in and go back and look and find this stat, but it would take me hours. But there's a Twitter account that tracks every home run and like I know what you're talking what, about. What ballparks it would have been a home run in. I would love to crunch the numbers and find out on his 62 how many of those are only home runs in Yankee Stadium. Uh, I'm really curious in that also. I'm also like fingers crossed, hoping in a few years or maybe like soon he gets caught for peds and this just goes away. I guess something to the rug. Oh, y'all, y'all was hyping this up because Barry Bonds don't count. Well, guess who else's don't count? Exactly. Um, The fact that we completely overshadowed Albert getting 700 for him chasing 61. Yes. Like, the 700 is way more oh, like historical. Like, they should have been cutting away from NFL games for that. No shit. But I mean, no, that's it, an all-time thing. Literally. He's the fourth person, less, I think. Less, Yeah, less players have hit 700 than have hit 61. It's, I mean, I don't get it. I really don't get it. But off of that, because I just don't keep talking about that. Um, I have a quick, quick high to hit, so I, don't, I really don't want to save my job. But first week working at home, been great. Made my first sale today. It was a high. It's a high that I want to keep rushing for. Um, it's great working for a job that actually like cares about its employees, and I get the benefits like insurance, paid time off, actual lunch breaks, actual paid breaks. It's pretty great. I love it. I don't know how I didn't do any of this before. You were a bartender. And a cook. Never and again. You were still in school. Yeah, never again. Whenever you're ready to come work in the oil field, just call me. All right. With that being said, we're done. Actually, no. I want to. Uh, have you have you watched Dollar yet? No, I keep trying to get Jade to watch it, and she keeps. Slow God, playing it. it's so good. I want to watch it really bad. I saw somebody else do like a top or a draft. Is either a top a 10? serial killer draft? Yes. So I could have to do that really good because I don't know if you've ever heard of the podcast uh, Time Suck. No. But it does. It's like a kind of like a history podcast, but it just picks like randomly like really obscure topics and does like a full like two, three hour podcast, like doing like all the research and stuff on them. And they do like a lot of like, profiles on serial killers and like serial killers that you've never heard of so like i could i could crush a serial killer draft and there's this one podcast that i found it on tiktok and i used to listen to it a lot but i fell off but they've recently caught on the draft trend because i noticed that that was a good topic so they've been doing drafts from like um drafts about what your favorite thing in fall is like best things in fall uh cereals uh fast food, like a whole bunch of stuff. And then they just did one of the serial killers. I'm like, oh, that's interesting. So maybe in the future, maybe next week, or we need some material, definitely do a... Do a we, s- we, have a we have a serial killer of the week segment. Jesus. I just, because like, like I said, I have like all the research, so I just come on here every week and give y'all the rundown on 
one of my favorite serial killers. All right, episode 64 of Below 500, Serial Killer of the Week, the NFL's concussion protocol. Mike McDaniels. Um, Bobby Wagner for just laying out a streaker. That was targeting. <laughs> that was textbook, helmet under the chin, leading with the shoulder, targeting. Oh, the players man. eliminated for the remainder of the game. Yes. All right. This has been episode 64 of Below 500. Um, follow us on our locked out Twitter at Below 500 Pod. We'll get it back one day. Yes, one day, hopefully. At the contact support. Support's going to be like, well, what? they're going to see what happened, why we got uh, timed out. Hear me out. Hear me out. Just watch the subway commercial. <laughs> oh, okay. I understand. Unblock or unrestrict. Uh, below 500 pod. Um, that's our handle for Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. Uh, below 500 pod.com merch store. Go help us out. Other than that, this has been. Below 500. We'll see you guys next week.